You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Welcome to another episode of the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta, and along with me today... Executive producer Sid. Hi. We're just going to call you producer Sid from Perfect. now on. <laughs> I wanted to bring you back. I mean, I always want to bring you back, uh, but let's be real. Life is a little busy right now for both of us and getting together in the world of COVID is also a little tricky, um, but I'm glad to have you back today because we wanted to do something special for someone that we both love. Yep. Right? Okay. So we've got a shared love for a girl named Michaela Freeman. She's dying inside already. <laughs> <laughs> Since I just said her name. Uh, we are dedicating this podcast to Michaela because she is 18 years old. She, this month, now that we're headed into August, will be transitioning to college. Dun, dun, dun. Which is one of the biggest moments of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, you did this last year. And you did it without COVID. Yep. <laughs> and now kids are doing it with COVID, which is a completely different world. I can't even imagine making this type of transition with COVID going on. So we thought we would go through some advice. Um, looking back, I, I mean, I'm proud of my age. I'm 39. Let's just get it out of the way, okay? I'm almost 40. Not really. I just turned 39. But being an almost 40-year-old, looking back, what would I have liked to know at 18? So... You're a year into this. We want to go through some of the stuff that you've learned in the year that you've been in college, and I'll reflect back on the day <laughs> when I was in college and things that we wish we had known at 18. Uh, and this is for all the kids making this crazy transition. And my heart goes out to anyone mm -hmm. making any kind of big transition right now with COVID because it's, uh, it's a weird world for everyone. For sure. And that's a weird transition as it is. And so COVID is making that very strange. How was that? Like just reflecting back on the last year for you, whenever you left home last year, you went to Santa Rosa and you went to college, you joined a sorority, you started school. How was all of that for you? I feel like the first week was like tough, mm -hmm. like definitely it was, I think, the first time where I was, like, just surrounded by people my own age, like, for such a prolonged period of time. Mm -hmm. Even though I was so close to home, I felt just stuck that first week. Like, even just getting to know people, it was just, like, such a crazy transitional moment where it was, like, nothing I'd ever experienced before. Like, I had a random roommate. I love her to death. We still talk all the time. Right. But it's, like, I didn't know her. It's, like, you're having a sleepover with a stranger every night, and you're, like, who is this person? Like, you're trying to get a read on them, but you know that they're being nice. Right. You're like, what if this is real? Like, are we right. both like just being fake to each other? Like, am I saying that I like coffee because she likes coffee? Do I actually like coffee? Like, you know what I mean? Totally. It's totally that type of thing. But I feel like after that first week, like I came home and I came and saw you and yep. I saw my family and I felt like it like kind of grounded me. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not just stuck with a bunch of 18 year olds. Like there's a world out here. Yeah. But like, this is a cool spot to be just surrounded by all these people. And I feel like after the, that week, I was like, this is school, but it's also just like, a huge sleepover with it all is, your friends right? like I was like after that week it was just better and then I feel yeah. like after that week I was like let's find my people like let's go hang out with more people join a sorority 
find clubs, stuff like that. I think the sorority was a really good choice for you. Yeah. I will say I was in a sorority too. Um, and I will say I think a sorority is a good choice for a specific um, personality. I don't think it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I think a lot of people feel pressured to do that, especially at bigger schools like the university mm-hmm. I went to, uh, which is actually where Michaela is going to. You know, sorority life, at least at the time I was in the sorority, it was a big deal. And it was really great for me because it immediately introduced me to, you know, a lot of girls. I mean, in the house the, that lived there, there were 31 girls. Um, I didn't live in the sorority house immediately, nor did you. Yeah. Um, we we both, don't even have one. Yeah, so, you guys yeah. didn't have one. Um, we did have one. Uh, I did um, apartment life, but it was on campus. So it was like a dorm. That's what I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you did dorms. Um, so it was really good because it kind of throws you in with the wolves now it does feel like that right yeah and I mean I'm like so like it's such a cliche once you get to college it's like there's no sorority girl like I'm not a sorority you are no like I've been talking cliche does not apply to you in any way oh yeah totally and it was like I've been talking to my friends who like Michaela and people Mm -hmm. like also people who are going to college and I'm like you guys like I wouldn't have had girlfriends yeah. in college, at least my first year, besides my roommate, unless I joined a sorority. Yeah. Like, I was always just hanging out with my guy friends. But, yeah. like, I needed that. Yeah. I needed to find, like, my group of girls and stuff. And yeah. I felt like that was cool. Yeah, you and I uh, typically hang out with guys. Like, yeah. as best friends, a lot of our, our best friends are guys. That's just, uh, our personalities yeah. are the same, except for each other. We <laughs> hang out with each other a lot. Um, but it's true, and, and it kind of forces the issue to have, like, your, your girl tribe around you a little bit. And I think that's really going to be interesting this year because, mm-hmm. you know, specifically in Oklahoma, where Michaela is from, they are going back to school with COVID. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't, you know, I don't know how social they're really going to be. But for you, you're not like yeah. you're not going back to university in the fall. I think that we're expecting like an email on Friday about okay. if we're even doing recruitment or what's that what that's going to look like. But it's still crazy. It's even stuff besides recruitment, like just sisterhoods every yeah. month or like formal and stuff like it's going to be different everything will change and everything is dependent on where you live you know Mm -hmm. we're here in California and it's different than Michaela will have but it's it's so funny for me to think back to college I do remember that transition now my very first roommate I did know her I went to high school with her we weren't great friends in high school but I knew her well enough so we ended up living together so that was like a little bit of a safe anchor Um, but you went to school about the same distance away from Mm -hmm. your hometown that I did which was nice. It was like the perfect amount of space totally. to be away and to develop your own little world or circle and then to still be able to pop back home and have your safe bubble, your yeah, family, totally. your high school friends or your back home friends or whatever that is, your favorite restaurants, yeah. like all those things. Like you don't think about how much changes yeah. every little tiny thing. Um, so it's good to have a little distance. People who go away like to another country or states away, that's another incredible transition because mm-hmm. you can't easily just pop back to your safe zone, you yeah. know, and go back. Um, so that, that I think is is going to be a good help for a lot of people Mm -hmm. that they can go back now you know I was sitting here thinking of like lessons like oh my gosh the girl I was at 18 (laughs) oh yeah yeah I don't even know who she is anymore isn't that weird like yeah I'm only a year out I kind of feel the same way I feel the same way about you yeah now I will say and I said this last time Sydney was on the podcast the truth is Sydney was an adult when she was born (laughs) um and that's kind of a running joke from her mama like her mama gave birth to an adult brain and that's true you've always been well beyond your years and very very established in your who you are and your beliefs and all that 
you've definitely got a leg up on most <laughs> at 18, more than I did for sure. Uh, but it's amazing as you grow, you know, you do evolve um, in so many ways. And I am a very different person than I was at 18. At 18 years old, I was from small town, Sulphur America. I was very wide eyed and bushy tailed and naive. I, you know, hadn't experienced a whole lot. Um, and so everything was new to me. And I still went to school in Oklahoma, but big city life is mm -hmm. very different than Sulphur America, you know, a small town of 4,000 people. And I remember like I got into sorority and one of the first things the other night when I was, I was trying to go to sleep, I was thinking about this in preparation for this podcast. And I was like, what sticks out to me? One of the things I will say about being in a sorority, once I did move into the house, I kind of found my friendship group within the sisters mm -hmm. and they were dating boys from a fraternity. And because I loved those girls, I picked a boy from that fraternity. <laughs> like, it was almost like, I was like, well, here's the little pond I got to fish out of. Yeah. I'm, because that I still happens. Right? Yeah, totally. Because you want to hang out with your girls and you want to be a part of that circle. And so in order to do so, to spend time with those people, I wanted to to pick a guy so we could all have, you know, quadruple dates or go to parties or formals or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we could all be in the same group. So I ended up dating this guy who was nice enough like I mean no offense I'm not gonna say his name um no offense to him or anything but he and I wouldn't have normally connected there was no like fire and sparks and I wasn't crazy about him but it was like all right this will work you know mm -hmm. and I feel like I looking back I would not do that again I mm -hmm. wouldn't put myself in a position just to date some random dude in order to fit in with a group or be around a group more I think that's a and that's like a very gen general example of a bigger issue yeah kind of morphing yourself yeah. did you find yourself trying to kind of morph into maybe circles or groups I think like for me it was just like the social media every weekend like I was like uh. always hanging out with my like guy friends in like their apartment or whatever and I was like why am I not at this party? Like, why am I not where yeah. like all my sisters are or why like you feel pressure yeah, you do. Not from them, but yeah, like, just yourself. And yeah. then you're like, oh, yeah, well, it's like that's not really my scene. So why am I like feeling bad that I'm not there? Like, I didn't want to be there. So I didn't reach out to anyone to be there. Right. So like, why do I keep telling myself I should it's be weird there. that you're not there? Like, why isn't that on your socials and stuff? Like, right. And then I felt like after like a few months of that, I was like, I'm hanging out with the people I want to hang out with. Like. I'd be at that party if I wanted to be at that party. So I feel like that was a big thing. That is so big. And yeah. that's such an example of you just learning about yourself so quick, M far more quick than most people, because it took me years to realize that, like literally, mm -hmm. like a long time for me to go, especially with like drinking, like you don't drink. So this is an example for me only. Um, but I would find myself like going to parties and doing these social things that I really wasn't like super into. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a really big drinker and and some of the girls I hung out with, they loved to party, loved to drink. They, like, got obliterated and, and messy and all that stuff. Great girls. Love them to death. I have matching tattoos with some of those <laughs> girls. But, you know, they, they were much more into partying than I was. But because, not because they pressured me, but because, like you just said, I kept asking myself, like, isn't this what I should do? Like, shouldn't I be mm -hmm. a part of this circle or this party? And I didn't have social media at the time. But I still felt like, well, this is just what I should do. Everybody mm -hmm. else is doing it. And so I would follow along. And looking back, I'm like... That really wasn't me. Yeah. Like, I'm not the girl that's like, what? You know, like, <laughs> I'm just not. Now, 
I will say I had fun in a lot of those situations and I look back and there's some of the funnier memories, but I think I could have had a, a, a better time or just as good of a time doing something that I was more interested in if I had just been confident enough to say, no, I'm, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too, is like realizing you can have more than one circle. Oh, like I think yes. sometimes you get stuck. Like I think especially with sororities, like people are like, oh, you're only supposed to like hang out with like your girls or whatever. That's yeah. so not the case. Like at least at my school, like we're so just all like intermingled, like everyone hangs That's out with so everyone. Good. Yes. But it was like kind of finding like, oh, like I can, you know, go out with like my girlfriends and like go get coffee or whatever and hang out. Yeah. But then I can go over to my guy friend's place and just like watch a movie and stuff. And like we can go do our own thing. Like I don't I can say hi to the girls in the cafeteria, but I don't it's not weird that I'm not with them all the you time. You have to live yeah. with that all the time and be that person all the time. Yeah. Which I think is you can easily fall into. And that's not just with a sorority. That's with any group of friends. Yeah. You know, you feel like, oh, this is what I've chosen. So I'm going to be with these people all the time and I'm going to do as they do because your confidence isn't, you know, 100%, I don't think, for most people yeah. um, when you're that age because you haven't, you haven't done enough. You haven't yeah. figured out really who you are or what you like to do or what your interests are or are you a party person or not or are you into this or not? You know, you mm -hmm. just haven't had the time or the experience to figure that out, you yeah. know? And so you figuring it out so quick was not a surprise at all. <laughs> um, and it took me a while. And in fact, I, I don't even know that I reflected on it really for a long time. In real time, I don't really know that it ever hit me. Mm -hmm. I will say this. There was a girlfriend I had. She was a sorority sister. Her name was Chrissy. She was older than me. And I do remember we went on like a, a trip uh, to the lake, as you do in Oklahoma, <laughs> you know. Um, and she took me to aside and she told me she had like a come to Jesus with me really she was like I feel like you are so much more special than what you think you are like she knew I was dating guys that weren't good enough um she knew that I was not holding myself to maybe where I should that I didn't believe in myself as much I was just kind of like I was a sweet little innocent quiet odd uh, <laughs> quiet girl that just kind of like I was I was very sweet to everybody I I but I didn't raise my voice I didn't say my opinion and she was very like listen bitch yeah. like she, <laughs> she would tell anybody what she thought of them and I mm. always admired her and I think because she was older than me and wiser than me she looked back and was like I'm gonna help this girl out and what a great gift that was yeah for me for for somebody that I looked up to to go hey, you got more going on than you realize and you need to own that. And she really like changed the game for me. Yeah. You know, I remember having that moment. Um, I remember exactly where we were, where we were sitting, the whole conversation. It plays out in my mind because it really did mean so much to me. Uh, and that's why I've adopted you mm -hmm. and my niece, Michaela <laughs> and Lila. Like you guys are my, you're my girls. Mm -hmm. All of you guys are so much younger than me, but you're like, this <laughs> sounds weird. I'm 39, <laughs> but you're like my little girl posse. Yeah. Because I look, I look at you guys as like little sisters, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that if there's any tiny amount of wisdom that I can share to help you kind of bypass any of the crap yeah. that those years bring you, then God bless. Let's do that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I would say date who you want to date right off the bat and don't drink as much as you feel like you need to. Those are, <laughs> those are two things. Also, this one's a little bit silly. You're probably going to laugh, but it's the truth. I wish I had not eaten as much fast food as I did. <laughs> because I, you know, it was so easy. They call it what the freshman 15. Yeah. I think. It was so easy to, you're an adult. You can go get whatever you want at any time you want. And you can drive there and you can eat at whatever hour. And so, like, 
you know, it, we didn't have Taco Bell close to us. We had Taco, I think it was called Taco Cantina or something. It was delicious. <laughs> and uh, they gave away adult Happy Meals. We found out because we were drinking, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so we, like, we'd, we would go there after, you know, a night of having a good time and we would, like, just binge eat. What do they call that? Mukbangs or yeah, something now? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were the originators <laughs> of that. And, you know, and, and I'm not just saying because I got a little hefty, you know, I gained my freshman 15 or whatever, just because it was so unhealthy. And it like, it really did start this, this, a couple year long unhealthy, um, run for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wish I had again known that that really wasn't what I was hugely into. I actually do appreciate health and fitness and nutrition. I wish I would have realized that a lot sooner than I did. Yeah. You know, I didn't get into that until my mid twenties and really closer to 30. And I feel like it would have given me such a jump on health if I had just not been ridiculous in college and eaten all the crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's a cool thing now. Like, I don't know about with you guys, but like our rec center was just redone. Like they have classes every week. Like that's an awesome resource too. Like oh my God. there's so much cool stuff now. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure it's crazy. I'm and sure. like, it's all in your tuition. So it's like, why not use it? Why not use yeah. it? What are they, what kind of things do they offer? They have yoga, like three different kinds of yoga oh, yeah, that throughout did the week. Not exist yeah. at my college. In uh, my they time. have a spin class. They have like some of the, we that's have, great. uh, we're, like there's a kinesiology major uh -huh. so you can take the one like we've talked about like doing the morning like basketball or whatever well, like, i did that yeah to keep myself accountable yeah. i took like aerobics as a class yeah so yeah. That, those are really cool too they have a bunch of those options for us like yeah. one of them scuba diving like oh. i want to do that what yeah you can scuba dive for a unit that's I was so like, california okay <laughs> sounds good I love but that. yeah i that's think that's great. a really cool resource too because yeah. they're it's College is just so different than like anything. Like there's so much just random stuff you can do. It's so true. Yeah. I think college gets a bad rap of being like, oh, this is the crazy party time. But it also can be like a really cool time of self um, ex exploration. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and really learning about what your interests are, taking these classes, getting into new things. Like it's the time of your life when you, you have the least amount of pressure yeah. because you don't have kids. I mean, you, I'm speaking yeah. to you, some people at your age do, but you don't have kids, you know, you're, you don't have the responsibility yet. You can take chances. You can try things, new things that you may or may not like. Like there's so much less pressure. Yeah. It's a really cool time in your life that you won't have again. Yeah. You know, so and might as well like, take advantage of it. Take those random classes that you're into. Like yeah. I took an art history class. I love art history. And like, that does not relate to nursing at all. Yeah. And like so <laughs> yeah. far, like that's been like the most like life changing class I've had. Like what yep. that teacher talked about, like in the three hours I was in her class every week, like still resonates with me and like so random. It could but almost it was just provide like, so like cool. a, a mental break for you. Oh, to that's totally what it was. Yeah. Like I emailed her after the class was over and I was like, yeah, like this is not really going to do anything more than yeah. me than like bring me joy and stuff. So like, thank you for just being that like weekly place where I could just hang out learn about art history write a couple papers and just like enjoy myself totally yeah. like find something that's not it doesn't have pressure attached to it yeah. like your nursing classes which are incredibly important because you have to really know your yeah. stuff you know yeah I, I think on that point too Sid is like you know, I went to a lot of classes just to get the grade, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to, I'm going to cram and I'm going to, you know, memorize and I'm going to pass the test. And I did really good in college. I had to study a lot, but I wish I would have enjoyed it more because now as an older person, <laughs> that, um, I actually like learning. Yeah. Like I felt so under the gun then because I had scholarships mm -hmm. that I had to keep grades in order to keep. 
Yeah. So uh, my grades had to be at a certain, my GPA had to be at a certain level to keep those scholarships. And I did not have money. So I couldn't afford to go to school without scholarships mm-hmm. um, and loans, which took me 20 years to pay off. But anyway, that's another <laughs> Oprah. Um, but I wish I had had been able to breathe a little bit and yeah. enjoy because I loved, like you just said, like I my class was creative writing. That professor, I've told you about that yeah. professor. He changed my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was just such a breath of fresh air every week it didn't feel pressured and it was like oh like I get to do something where my brain is creative or something that interests me my psychology classes had nothing to do with my journalism yeah not really I guess it could but I loved those classes in fact I probably would have even minored in psychology I loved it so much so I think that's a good point like when you're looking at things to take take what you have to take and then take something that interests you yeah truly that you think oh I might get something out of this yeah just to give yourself a mental break if nothing else um I did find an interesting article here that I wanted to quickly go through you know I'm article woman (laughs) uh Huffington Post put out seven things that I wish I knew at eight we don't have to go through them very um, in depth, but I thought they were there were a couple good ones on here that I wanted us to go through. Um, going back to sorority or your friendship circle that you find, number one is friendships take time. Mm-hmm. I think I was sort of under the impression of as soon as I had a sorority and sisters that it was like up oh, instant friendships. Yeah, but just because you you have this circle that you have found yourself in sorority or not um, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to vibe with all those people instantaneously you know like don't be fooled that like oh I have these people around me we're all gonna be besties forever yeah that's just not the case no I mean there were some girls that really stood out to me and some that I I didn't really connect with it's not that I didn't like them or that they were bad I just didn't connect with them yeah and I know you had that too yeah it's just part of life right it's just like meeting friends anywhere else some people you and I connected immediately yeah and some people you don't yeah like one of my guy friends ended up being one of my friends from high school his roommate Mm -hmm. like he and I just day one it was like yeah you're like my new best friend and it's like those are cool moments but it's like not everything's gonna be like that so I think it's important to cherish like those friendships but then also work on other friendships it's like if you think someone's really cool like Hang out with them. Talk exactly. to them. Like, yeah. get to know them better. Yeah. Put and like, a little more effort yeah, into it. Not everyone's going to be your best friend. And, right. like, that's something you learn a lot in college because you'll be like, oh, well, like, I'm good friends with her and, like, she connects with this person. It's like, so what? You're not that other person. Exactly. Like, you're going to have a different connection with her than and, everyone else. And you'll find as you grow and get older, like, friends serve a certain purpose in your life. Totally. And I don't mean that, like, you use them. I just mean certain people walk into your life. Yeah. They have a very specific reason to be there. And then they may fade away. And not because... Sometimes it's not because of anything dramatic. No, yeah. Or anything that happened or a fallout or anything. It's just like, this was a relationship that I had in this moment in time. They brought this to my life. I brought this to their life. And then those needs went away. You know? And it just faded out for whatever reason. I mean, I still think back on some of the sorority sisters that I had that were so dear to me at the time they're still very dear to me in my heart but we don't really keep in touch because they've moved away they have families and me too and we just didn't keep in touch in that way and that's okay yeah you know like it just because you're best friends at one time in your life doesn't mean you have to be for the rest of all time you know yeah those relationships can be fluid yeah I think is a good way to put it and you can hold like those moments like really near and dear to your heart like that's like the main thing as long as yeah. you're having fun in the moment like that's what's important exactly <laughs> amen to that um number two you are this you actually just kind of said this you're lucky to have someone in your life that cares about you when you do find those friends yeah treasure them yeah you know like and and sometimes you'll have like a couple of my high school friends um 
there are people that I don't connect with all the time because, again, we live far away. But you know those friends. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as you get back together, blah, 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 blah. it's oh, like yeah. nothing ever happened. No time has gone by. Appreciate those people yeah. in your life. Like, there's one moment that's always going to, like, I always hold so close to my heart. And it was with my friend Billy. And he's one of my friends from college. And, like, he and two other guys, the three of us were just always hanging out. I was always at their apartment. They were always at mine. There was one night probably in, like, October, so still kind of the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they and he texted me and was like, yo, we're going out to dinner. And I was like, no, I don't really feel like it. And he called me and he's like, it's family dinner, Crims. Pull up right now. Aww. We're either coming to get you or you have to be at the cafeteria in like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay. And oh I called my, my mom and I was like, I'm going out to like dinner with my oh, friends. I love like, that. Like, we'll talk later. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. That's and a she, special like, moment. She brings that up like with people all the time. She's like, you got to find those people who are going to be like, hey. You're going out. Cut like, through the BS. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And like, it's those people. Yeah. That sounds like he was your Chrissy too. Yeah, to totally. You, the girl yeah. who gave me my pep talk because she knew I needed it. Some people can, can see through the BS. They can see what you need in those moments. And those people are, are ones you want to hold on to. For yeah. Sure. I love that. Uh, you agree with this. I love this one. Your parents are always your best friends at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you are very close to your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you and your mom are the cutest. <laughs> Um, I adore your parents too. I mean, you know, we've already said on this podcast, we go way back. Uh, your dad and my husband were besties when they were little kids yep. and had long, beautiful mullets. Anyway, <laughs> um, but it's the truth. Like my mom and I in high school, um, we were good friends and all that, but she was very much my mom. She was the disciplinary. She was the one that, you know, made sure we had good grades and all of that stuff. So we weren't like super tight besties because there was still that mom daughter mm-hmm. relationship happening. But as soon as I went away, I was like, Ah, like yeah. I miss my mom and she's so much more wise than I was giving her credit for yeah. and I need her back and so from literally that day on when I left like we have talked multiple times a day every single day since yeah you know same. and I know that yeah. you and your mom are definitely like that yeah it's good to keep your parents close to you yeah like it sounds funny but it almost took me till college to realize like oh yeah like my parents were people before I was born <laughs> like they had a life like it totally was like joining valid. my mom's sorority I was like oh yeah like she, she got to do the this. same thing I was doing like her life didn't start when I was born. Like, oh, yeah, she knows a lot more than I do. Like, oh, my God. That's totally. so valid. Sid. Yeah. That's such a great way to say that. Like, yeah, they had a whole life before you came along. Yeah. And you're sort of uh, living in her footsteps, literally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because you're going to the same school. You're in the same sorority. I was you in even... the same dorm village that she was that's in. So like, trippy. yeah. I love that. And you even have pictures like yeah. that are like hers yeah. from those years ago. I think that's really special. That's another way that you guys can bond, obviously. Um, the world is a really big place. Number True. Four. <laughs> Holla. Seriously. Um, like I said, when I moved from my little tiny bubble um, to the big city in Oklahoma City um, in Edmond, that was a really big eye opener. But it was when I was in college, too, that I started traveling because I was a part of some groups. Um, I got into because I'm, I am who I am. I got to do all the things right. <laughs> I was in every single, you know, group and philanthropy. And I was d- going on trips and doing all this stuff, leadership stuff. And I started traveling. I went to England um, and that was incredible. That was really what jump started my travel bug and opened my bubble for me. And I think that is really good about college that you can mm-hmm. you can find ways to get out. Also learning about other cultures. Yeah. That was huge for me. I mean, you're blessed that you live well, you live in Pacifica. Pacifica <laughs> <laughs> but let me just rephrase that. Pacifica is a very 
small whitewashed town outside mm-hmm. of a very large cultural place. Yeah. San Francisco Bay Area has all the cultures, all the races, all the sexes, all the things, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're from, Pacifica is very small. Um, but you at least had access to it. Where I grew up, very few races were in my hometown. Um, I didn't have a lot of culture because it just wasn't around. You know, it was, again, it was a very whitewashed, very um, specific, simple type place. Nothing wrong with the place that I grew up. But it was really nice to start learning yeah. about different uh, cultures, different places, different people, different ideals. Like when I traveled, especially starting to learn about what was outside of my personal bubble. There is nothing more important than that lesson for me yeah learning that in college and I think some of the lessons that you learn outside of the classroom in college are the most important yeah and I think it's that independence like just trusting yourself it was like even though it was before college I like met friends in Paris but like I flew there by myself I flew back by myself like it's taking those moments and just like trusting yourself and I feel like that's a big thing that college does it's like I've always been pretty comfortable like hanging out with myself and stuff but like I think college really teaches you that like it's okay to like drive somewhere by yourself and like go get food by yourself or walk across campus by yourself. Like you don't always need to be with someone. That's a very valid point. I remember when you went to Paris last year before college, I was like, the thing is I knew you could do it. Like your parents knew you could do it. We weren't Mm -hmm. worried about you. Yeah. You know, we're worried about all the other things, but you killed it. You went to Paris. You're like, (laughs) I got this. No problem. You went and traveled by yourself. I mean, you did meet up people there eventually, but you did, you did some travel by yourself. Mm -hmm. You navigated through Paris by yourself. Again, did I mention she's an adult? (laughs) Always has been. And then I came and met you guys in New Orleans oh, that was like a couple oh weeks God. into college too and so that was big too that's right just taking that break that was fun yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> that makes me so sad thinking about <laughs> that was the best trip what an yeah. amazing time we had in New Orleans and yes you did get there by yourself you came and met up with us oh god we had a grand time yeah um this number five is a lesson that I don't think has anything to do about 18. I think if you can learn this at 18, you're ahead of the game because this is a life lesson that everyone should know. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. And I'm not saying that if somebody screws up, write them off forever. But if somebody is consistently a type of person and you keep giving them the benefit of the doubt, you keep taking up for them, you keep trying to fight for them, and they're always that same person, you've got to at some point believe who they are. They're showing you their true colors. Yeah. And that's up to you to own up to it. I'm not talking about any specific boy. Yes, I am. In in college, but I was a fixer. Um, I would always find the guys that were like projects, you Mm -hmm. know, and I I was like, oh, he's going to be perfect if... You know, mm-hmm. or he, I see so much potential in him. <laughs> I can make that happen. Um, but it, the the reality is people change when they want to change mm-hmm. and people are who they are. And, you know, whenever, I don't know if you've run into that yet because you keep your circle pretty good uh, and you're a really good judge of character, truly. Um, and I am now too, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes it takes a long time to figure that out. Yeah. And I feel like in college, you kind of have to like blindly trust people, like mm-hmm. especially with just like mm-hmm. random roommates. You're like, sure. I'm really just hoping they're going to be cool people, not crazy and like all this. And so I think that was like something hard that you kind of have to learn. It's like you want to keep your guard off, guard up. But you're also like, I got to put it down sometimes and like get to know people because like they're feeling the same way too. Yeah, they don't know you. You could be any crazy person. They don't have any way to know that. I mean, at least with social media and Google now, you can kind of investigate people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, and I mean, especially in dating world, like 
I don't date, obviously, because I've been married for a long time. But if I were, uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be stalking. I'd be Google stalking everybody that I went on a date with. Oh, yeah. You know, it's good. It's good to know what you're getting into. That's yep. all I'm going to say. Uh, number six, staying true to yourself is the best advice anyone can ever give you. We kind of covered this already. Really learning about who you are and staying true to that mm-hmm. and not feeling pressure either from others or from yourself to just go with the crowd yeah to go with what everyone else is doing that's very easy to fall into and joining a sorority really brought that out like they always told us like going through recruitment like be yourself and it's true because oh, so you true. fall in with people who aren't like you if you're not yourself like you don't want to be surrounded by people that aren't like you oh my gosh like and then yeah. it's a constant like it's a constant tug at who you are yeah you know because you're gonna be who you are like we we can evolve and we can morph into hopefully better things but the consistency of what makes up you what makes up Sid what makes up Chasta is is very much who I who we are yeah and you don't want to pull too far from that you know like especially if it's in a bad way yeah so you got to find people who accept who you are who gel with who you are and hopefully don't judge you for whatever you are uh, and, and just own it. You're going to get so much faster through the lessons of life. Yeah. If you understand who you are. Uh, Number seven, every single thing works out at the end of the day. I mean, that's a pretty little bow to put on this whole thing, but you know, it's the truth. It may not realistically, I am a, I am an optimist, but I'm also very much a realist. Mm -hmm. And maybe at the end of the day, it isn't exactly how you painted it. My life right now is nowhere near where I thought it would be at 18. When I was 18 years old, I was moving to Hollywood eventually. I was going to be a big movie star actress. And I had so many plans in my life. None of them are what my life is today. And I am so thankful they're not. Yeah. Because as I moved through that path, I learned it really wasn't the path I wanted at all. Mm -hmm. For a thousand different reasons. You know, um, the career I did, I didn't actually want that career. I loved acting, but I didn't love what Hollywood presented to me in order to get through that journey. I wasn't who I was, you know? And so thank God, as I was growing older, I was able to see who I was and, and stand in that, you know, and not get pulled off, um, to the left and the, to the right so easily and still go to, still force the path. Like that's another great piece of advice that I could say like don't force something Mm -hmm. you know it I am you you and I talk about this all the time we're very (laughs) universal people yeah when the universe is talking listen yeah and it will give you signs I'm a God believer whatever you're a believer in God karma universe whatever it will speak to you and if it's something's not working there's probably a reason why yeah you know? Something even little. I wasn't even supposed to be in that art history class. Like that was a class that I joined the first week. I dropped another class and got it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I can't that. like, that's just crazy. Like that class was so important to me, like taught me so much. And yep. I almost just wasn't even in it. Exactly. So it's just like those little moments. Like, even little moments like that. Things happen for a reason. They and do. it's it's hard to be patient, but oh yeah, <laughs> it's very important to be it, patient. It is. It's important. And it's important to keep your heart and head open to things coming at you like that. And just yeah. going, you know what? I'm going to roll with this. Because there's probably a reason it's happening and maybe I'm going to get something really great out of it. Whether that's a class or a person or your path is changing or maybe you go into school and you're like, I'm going to be a nurse. And a year in, you're like, nope, not for me. That's okay. 
Totally. Again, this is the time <laughs> that you have to make those huge changes in your life. Yeah. So be okay with making that pivot. <laughs> I use that a lot on this podcast. Don't I? Pivot. <laughs> Michaela, that was just for you. She's a huge friends lover. Uh, but be okay making that change in your life at that time and just rolling with it. Man, I. it's funny to think back on college for me. Like, what a wonderful time. I mean, there was a, ha- a lot of hard stuff, obviously. It's a very hard time. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stress, as you're finding out. There's a lot of, you know, the, the pressure and the classes and the, the test and making the grade and doing what's right and all of that. I mean, there's a lot of pressure, but man, it really is a special time in yeah. your life. So try to enjoy it. Yeah. You're never going to have a time where you're able to just like hang out, like Mm-mm. go somewhere at 2 a.m. and yeah. then just like wake up at 1 and be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's just it's something different. Like, <laughs> and take advantage of the energy that you have yeah. at 18. Because <laughs> I will say as you get older and especially after you have kids, you're like, Dear God, I wish I had that yeah. energy that I had at 18. Anything else you want to add to the list? I think that's it. That's, yeah. That's a pretty good list. We did pretty damn yeah. good, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's important to just like, Michaela, you're going to learn a lot. Like, oh, man. And you're going to learn your own lessons that maybe you want to share on the podcast one I day. I would love but, to have Michaela Bear on the yeah. podcast one day. I would love that. She is headed into an adventure. I'm. It, oh, it really just warms my heart to think about what she's going to do over the next. She's literally moving like as we speak. Yeah. You know, and so she's just at the precipice at the very beginning of this adventure uh, that life will bring her. And I know so many others, either maybe you that are listening to this podcast or you have a kid that's doing this or a grandkid or whatever, like what an incredible journey. So just be positive about it. Encourage those around you that, you know, even on the tough times, it's a really special time in life. Mm -hmm. So enjoy it. Soak it up. All right, you guys, I think that is enough for this week. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you my for God, having that me was again. like the fastest <laughs> almost 40 minutes of my entire life. I love having you on the podcast. It's so much fun. Uh, last time you were on, we had a really heavy topic. Yep. So it was nice to kind of chat about something a little bit more light. So uh, if you want to reach Sid, tell people where to find you on social. At sydney.crims on Instagram. I think that's about it. I still have my squid notes up if anyone wants to check out old squid notes stuff. A really yeah. great <laughs> podcast if you're into music. Definitely check out squid notes. Uh, yeah, you and I are Instagram people yeah. mostly. On Instagram, I'm at Chastalyn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. I am on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook drives me crazy these days, but Chasta Radio there and Chasta on Twitter. Uh, email is chastaonair at gmail.com. You will either get me or Sydney when you hit, send an email. Mm-hmm. She deals with my email a whole, whole bunch, so you can get either one of us there. We really appreciate you uh, listening this week. If you have any great tips, we could always do a part two of this uh, because people are always going through some crazy stuff, especially Definitely. if you want to talk about yeah specifics with COVID making this transition. I would love to talk about that a little bit more because we have no idea what that looks like yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Maybe in a couple months we will, so maybe we'll retackle that. Uh, either way, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for being here, and remember, until the next time, rock your life.